listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Corn Row Kenny, he was born with a vision all morning with the mixed dashboards, triple digits, parallel part like an alien came visit, slideshow for the night ten bitches, fine hoes with a blindfold, King Kendrick. So many uh, plays on me, I finesse, palisade views with some sex. I lost a lot of love for missionary. This the first time I confess. Me and top like a Kobe and Phil. A father figure, fuck with me, you get killed. Fuck with me, he'll kill you himself. TDE, the mafia of the West. Moving in silence, yeah, we jugging like that. Act of violence, yeah, we jugging like that. I did a lot of dumb shit in my past. Lord forgive me, hoping I don't relapse. Dave just bought a new 911. Almost thought I seen another plane crash. Hugh just bought a brand new McLaren. Rock a lock about the bottom projects. Musa got his son dripping in gold. Ollie about to let his head out on hoes. Me, I'm about to let my head out on hoes. Top billing, that's a million a show. Might blow the whole no whammy, no soul. Might tell Obama be more like Punch. Sound wave caught a Grammy last year. Mac Watt, baby, do what he want. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. feedback show um speaking of which tomorrow at 10 a.m uh me and karen will be live again i guess it's gonna be beauty jackson you guys know mel uh half of the good and terrible podcast um so uh yeah we uh will we'll, we'll we'll be doing that tomorrow so something to look forward to uh speaking of something to look forward to this is the feedback show this is when everybody sends their feedback in we listen to it um read it play it whatever we got to do and we respond to it let you guys know uh how we feel about the things that you said about us throughout the week um of course the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh yeah i guess with no further ado we should shout out the people that uh actually donated some money so today's a new day that's right brand new day brand new month nay uh because you know don't nothing move without the coins and ain't nothing going on but the rent that's it ricky a recurring donator thank you ricky pretty ricky what they call renita n recurring donator thank you renita gregory s recurring donator thank you greg definitely old man name david s recurring donator uh david from brooklyn film press comics recurring recurring donator thank you Mm -hmm. kalfani g recurring donator thank you thank you christopher d from chris from hawaii recurring donator hey sweetie brina h with that recurring uh april g recurring conrad of course the first uh the official first time donator of the show Mm mm-hmm uh leading the first new members class every week i've been doing that for a while but you need to find yourself an assistant the tickler uh of course uh also uh recurring donator Mm -hmm. brianna f recurring donator actually that might have been brianna f um tabitha m recurring donator thank you tabby Mm -hmm. we got a one-time donation from karen uh p who says this is a monthly donation okay all right well we'll see you next month then thank you remind yourself i know like did i donate that to nobody yeah that's like <laughs> you're gonna have to uh, remind no it's spelled different it's spelled with a c okay uh alexis h recurring donator thank you very much got a first time donation from samuel h jr uh welcome to the new members class well, appreciate you hopping on mm-hmm. 
Ray Sonny, you know, writer for the president's show. You know, not to brag on my not, friend. Not to brag, not to brag. Half of the Misandry with Marsha and Ray podcast. Y'all might want to check that out. Uh, Rosalie V, recurring donator. Wonga, you know him? Recurring mm-hmm. donator all the way from down under. Yes, sir. Spending them doubloons. Tanya S, recurring donator. Ah! Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. Dana W, recurring donator. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth M, recurring donator. Thank you, Elizabeth. Kimberly W is a recurring donator, and that's everybody. Play me out, Kurt. It's so hard to look up when you've been down. Show would hate to see you give them now. Cause people, you look so much better when you smile. Let's go. Smile for me. And you just smile. For me and the people say, (laughs) "All right, let's get started." For me, uh, we got uh, five star review one, exactly one. What is up with that? Y'all getting y'all getting kind of slow in the reviews, and I and I and I I know it's it's some folks out there that's been coming to the fried chicken dinners ain't mm-hmm. put no money on it you ain't put no five-star reviews mm-hmm. you done bought your family your friends they ain't put nothing in on it mm-hmm. you know do i need to start calling people out that ain't done putting their money where they mouth is come on y'all come in at the service and y'all get two pieces of bread with y'all big old fried chicken breast and hang out with the congregation all week come on y'all be up in here for for prayer, bible studies prayer Sunday breakfasts school. yes prayer all, breakfasts. All, all the food events y'all be in here but then when it's time to give back give Everybody a little thing it's, it's it's crickets just crickets everywhere just it's so sad tumbleweed blowing through town when it's time to give back with a five-star review i want to take a few seconds it's absolutely positively free see we don't beg you to mm-hmm. give well you're not obligated to give you know it's a bonus you you'll get blessed beyond blessed for giving mm-hmm. but we understand that everybody in that congregation ain't that ain't blessed to be able to give so if you're in a position where your money is kind of funny and you're not able to do that we ask that you do this and we will count it as currency come on now uh all right so i'll read the one five star view we did get and i want to thank you rich 4422 for coming through this week thank you and giving when when so many turned a blind eye yeah, and turned their back on us come on now bring back big mama five stars rod can now i know where you get your comedy from your mom stole the show last weekend rod i couldn't get over your mom's reaction to a mr t blackface church skit that was streaming on the internet oh no Man, I kept rewinding and laughing and rewinding and laughing. It took a while to get it out my system. See you guys next month at RFD Peace Rich. Thanks, Rich. Thank you, baby. Appreciate you coming through. Mm -hmm. Unlike so many who ignored us this week. Thank you so much, Rich. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they know it's getting ready to be revival time and all this stuff. We're getting ready to have a a vacation Bible study and all this stuff, and they can't put in on it. Mm -mm. Just going to watch the church close up. I mean, what is the children going to eat then? I mean, come on. We're going to be taking care of your kids all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some comments on the episodes. Uh, you can always comment on the show, theblackguywithtips.com. Go to the show. Uh, leave comments uh, on each episode. We post a uh, uh, 
we put a post up for every episode so episode four four fourteen forty four hoteps hotepping and hotepery uh we got a couple of comments d ramsey ph dunn says at my desk hollering because rye called me petty during episode 1444 chris lambert with with the h she put the whole thing right i stand corrected love to you mother and queen karen but yeah you did right up in here getting on me for not being detailed and then you left out that h dog i had to strike back while the iron was hot <laughs> nah it is can't i can't let you win you know i make mistakes we all make mistakes as soon as i seen that i was like hello pot it's me kettle i just want to talk um this nor dynamite uh at black dynamite jc says this episode was relevant to me dr umar doctor in quotes umar johnson is coming to china to give some quote-unquote talks about pan-africanism wow after listening to the part y'all played on the show i'm even more worried about him coming to speak here i'm torn part of me wants to go and ask some serious questions but the other part of me doesn't want to give him any of my money don't i'm not in america so i don't know how things would go if i asked a question that doesn't go over well i don't know either and i just wouldn't give him my money Mm -mm. to be honest it's just not you know that's that's not something i would do with my change there's much better ways to spend your money uh wow black folks are really condensed forms of sunlight man i don't even know where to start what's worse that these men are saying that or that people are saying "Mm -hmm," amen to them probably the latter (laughs) every culture got some people that's that's a little off off kilter but uh we don't have to be glad handing and pushing them and promoting that shit uh were you okay with booing the booing of betsy devos yes fuck her or no show some respect five percent of our audience said no show us some respect mm-mm, mm-mm. y'all invite that woman to speak at your graduation got by their choice so, and it's only proper that you respect her for being a guest yeah fuck her and fuck that university well 95 percent of people say yes fuck her so they agree with karen mm-hmm. yeah because we didn't get to vote mm-hmm. you know y'all decided this on, on some bigoted bullshit and didn't ask us Mm-mm. and you ruined our day too because she would because the thing is is that she was going to be the, the 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 talk of the town regardless so you know it was like, hey best of all came down there and then you know everybody wouldn't joke like what the fuck so the students was like it's our day and we're gonna re- reclaim it and, t- and make it about us again it was about them booing her and the comment on the poll was from rockstar who says man fuck that whiskey delta which i think stands for white devil let me know if that's wrong but ah! it seems to be an abbreviation for something uh episode 1445 uh is where we had my mom on for mother's day mm-hmm. the title of the episode was with your lavender uh <laughs> d ramsey ph dunn says five stars love mama morrow co-hosting the show the entire fuckery of black people was 100 love the last story about the black guy minding his own business and the fearful becky threatening to call her daddy about her personal space being invaded thank you mm-hmm. nor dynamite black dynamite says dear morrow fam black guy minding his business had me in tears dude has some words i got my life from that my life but can we talk about the caucasity of disc man becky for a minute what in the sweet black baby jesus was her deal it was scary how quickly she went from zero to 100 that white anger call it wanger is something else 
it can strike at any time often an unsuspecting black person is the target black guy minding his business was prepared though it clearly wasn't his first time encountering wanger excellent show mama marl got jokes i see where you get it from rod all the best jairus thanks man thank you you know it's interesting because uh i feel like growing up my mom didn't make that many jokes uh mm-hmm. but now she's so funny you just never know uh what people have in them you know That's um true. and uh you she, know. she had to be so focused on like taking care of y'all and right. stuff like that till she was like i don't have time for these jokes yeah you know i mean she's working she's right. taking care of me and my brother she's uh she does cook clean all that you know all the stuff i mean you know me and my brother did some chores and stuff around the house but you know our mom uh you know she it's it's like you could assume a meal was on the table like it wasn't it wasn't no if ands or buts you gonna get a meal yeah you know i don't ever remember my like her being sick and us not eating because she's like i don't feel like it or some shit like it was a meal um it was always something and you know it's mostly a thankless task i think um also people different people have different love languages and stuff mine is humor if i really like somebody or or vice versa if i if i love somebody i'm going to joke with you um right you know if you can't take a joke uh at your expense uh we probably will never be friends because i also can't i also the same for me like i if, if when you joke on me if you know people i'm tight with or whatever like it's endearing to me it doesn't mean like you motherfucker how dare you um but uh you know i think um you know it'll it'll allow her now you know since me and my brother been out of the house and all this stuff it's it's, you know it's just kind of watched her um kind of flourish and stuff and then she listens to a lot of podcasts and stuff so she's up on things and uh different jokes and sayings and stuff yeah, um go back over layla because layla right. is hilarious yeah my niece is so damn funny it's it's really ridiculous man how funny that girl is um so yeah man it's, it's just kind of interesting being able to be an adult and see my mom kind of uh in a like one she has changed somewhat but also you know to see her in a different light as an adult and to really appreciate all the stuff that she's done uh for me and my brother and layla and, and my father you know um to get us through life you know she's a phenomenal woman so it you know it's 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 it's, it's interesting because i would say i got my sense of humor from my dad really because my dad is the one that is like constantly fucking with us and making jokes like um he y'all and hopefully for father's day like we'll be out of town father's day weekend but i'm sure we'll have him either before or afterwards mm-hmm. hopefully for father's day episode you guys will get to to hear him because he's also hilarious he is uh rockstar says i don't have mcdonald's money because i don't eat that trash you see here my dear brother Rodney and sister karen the man has put mcdonald's in our neighborhoods to destroy our black communities when you go to white neighborhoods you get good wholesome restaurants like applebee's and starbucks <laughs> i'm just i'm just messing with y'all but for real mcdonald's is trash and so is Applebee, especially mcdonald's i haven't had mcdonald's in about seven years what they do to you the only time my child get mcdonald's is when he is out with his friends if he asks for mcdonald's i do him like a great grandmother used to do me as a kid <laughs> i tell him i can make a burger better than mcdonald's if i'm lazy though we will either head to shake shack or in and out i know i'm going on a tangent but it's i'm from la so i should have a bias towards in and out but shake shack is far better keep up the good work i don't even know oh i know where this came from because i'm like where does this comment come from the poll was do you have mcdonald's money yes or no 
because it was my mom you know everybody uh somebody brought up uh because i made this joke on social media about calling your mama and tell her i got mcdonald's money and somebody was like how is it that all black mamas said this <laughs> but but it was before the internet and before, before the internet dog like how did they get together and come up with this saying because all of us have heard our mamas tell us do you have mcdonald's money and you knew that meant hell no you ain't getting no mcdonald's um what, unless you actually did have mcdonald's money i actually have had mcdonald's money and still didn't get mcdonald's y'all it's a trick question <laughs> yeah because she's like i don't care i'm not going by there right because i don't got mcdonald's gas i don't got mcdonald's car license i don't got a lot of mcdonald's apparently guys but yeah i have tried to pull it up like yes actually i do got five dollars she was like nope <laughs> take your ass home and eat this chicken uh so anyway the poll do you have mcdonald's money yes or no no comments but only 65 percent of our audience has mcdonald's money <laughs> which uh, i feel sorry for you guys 35 percent of our audience can't afford mcdonald's they didn't say you gotta spend the money on mcdonald's but they still ain't got it so i guess they missed the whole joke about calling your mom and telling you you got it now <laughs> maybe one day i know we got some college students that listen so maybe maybe that's what it is i don't i don't know guys uh we had episode 1446 which was fomo sexuals where i came up with a, a new way new a new term for cheaters uh, ah. essentially that's what they are they keep they trying to steal sex addict which is a real thing but not what these rich ass mostly ha- white dude uh handsome motherfuckers are going through that's not what they going through uh anyway anonymous says prince did record a version of break it down i'm not sure what album it was on it's on the gold experience it's on title but i got it back to back with i've got it going back to back with tevin on the old mixtape the kind we used to put make put in tissue in the holes of the cassette tape so mm-hmm. we could record over uh legov b says rod thank you for the mr church movie recap uh that was pretty popular this week it uh, was my my mentions were blowing up with people thank me thanking me for seeing it and saying they love my review uh i, I know you guys really love when i hate things apparently uh <laughs> and waste, your hate is strong. when i waste two hours of my life you sounded disgusted hurt and insulted exactly my emotions when i watched the film and you put film in quotes uh or he or she put it in quotes uh hate is a strong word to use for fictionalized characters but i hated charlie and her mother they were trash especially charlie her mom she was dying of cancer i but still the, the, charlie was the worst she expressed no gratefulness until mr church is damn near dead uh they were incredibly selfish and ungrateful a friend recommended the movie to me i admit i now look at him in a new light have you read the user reviews on imdb people love it guess the race oh we know right Anywho, I just wanted you to know I was nodding and laughing in agreement. Keep up the great work, Karen, you, Karen, and Justin. We will. Thank you. Byron says, hey, Ryder, Karen, I appreciate you playing the Prince version of Shh. The studio version is on the Gold Experience album, which is on title for streaming. I stumbled across his version when I downloaded the album because it has two of my favorite Prince songs on it, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World and I Hate You. The moment I heard Prince drop the Do You do you, do you After School Like Some Homework, I knew Tevin had no business singing that song. Ah! His guitar solos and the drum are fire too. Love you guys. Peace. Yeah, it was just meant to be a Prince song, man. That's all. Mm-hmm. Celeste63 says, Hey, Ryan and Cam. The unofficial Mr. Church 
review was hilarious but i take it but it came out in the theater i mean when it came out in the theater there was no way i was going to see that shit but i figured i might check it out on cable maybe but that movie is definitely on my do not see list so thanks to rod for making the sacrifice lol peace you're welcome buddy cavadonna mm-hmm. says my wife lives for reality tv and sitcoms particularly clean family shows date night is modern family blackish and spaghetti i know she had a bad day at work when i come and there's a moesha or a different world marathon <laughs> and even mrs kappa's super clean cut comedy standards she didn't watch that nonsense that dumbass last man standing was boring it was on friday which means it was knocking on heaven's door anyway <laughs> and frankly it was home improvement starring archie bunker his jokes are stale and borderline racist yep uh they was mad as hell got canceled mm-hmm langston says hey Ryder karen i liked y'all comments on anime i recently started watching inuyasha and i've been noticing that it seems like half the time the two main characters are yelling the other's names mm-hmm. that one's really bad yeah that's the number I, one out of everybody all of them we seen is no that's the number one yeah it got me yelling at my tv like shoot a damn arrow stop shouting inuyasha's name and fire a damn arrow be <laughs> helpful y'all show is great and i constantly enjoy it yeah thanks man mm-hmm b says as soon as i heard tevin I, I said to myself they must not know about that prince then i heard the guitar fire up on the clip and that's the story of how Ryder can turned me out for five minutes while i was cooking dinner <laughs> <laughs> prince might have wrote that song for tevin but he is the only one who can sing ain't it. that the truth i just saw the revolution live last night so i'm a little sensitive okay now i have to restart this episode because i got all the way distracted uh, i feel you b is it's the shit l says loved that prom dress segment i'm a bride on a budget so i took a chance and ordered my dress from my online chinese bridal shop i've seen plenty of these horror stories and luckily it didn't happen to me my dress turned out kind of great i just needed it just needed to get get taken in oh okay that's not bad mm-hmm. um I, I like i said it's definitely a risk and them women they gambled and they they came up snake eyes on them dresses really dark night says rod said that we don't have a term for women who have sexual addiction but we but do we need a term for that harlot jezebel hoe nasty freak whore and hussy are names women's women are called and don't need to have sex with anybody to be called it Mm-mm. women are not allowed to have sexual addiction really they aren't allowed to have sex except with their husbands and you are right they're they've they're never allowed back into hollywood or society if they ever said they were do you think a man will have uh to close his instagram or twitter account if he says he has sex addiction now imagine a woman's account if that were to happen yeah that was my point really when i said that we don't have a word like we it's not we don't have a word we just don't let women say i'm i'm a sex addict if they get caught doing some shit and, and keep in mind it's not even that these men are getting caught fucking everybody and everything necessarily some of these guys are just having an affair correct with a one of one or two women or they just fuck like a couple people and then they immediately get when they get busted it's i'm a sex sex addict it's just like a get out of jail free card because once you frame something as an addiction then of course we go to well you gotta be sensitive about it rehab it's not your fault addiction is a disease everything other than or you just broke your wedding vows and flagrantly disrespected your wife you know because that's the thing too right it's not just 
you know like i said i and i and i'm sure there are sex addicts and things of this nature like diagnosed they mm-hmm. have severe issues and shit right across the board yes right i just don't think these rich ass celebrity dudes that just happen to have these problems when they quote when they coincidentally get caught cheating i just don't think these guys are that um and as far as women uh i don't even think sex addict is the same as harlot jezebel ho nasty Mm -hmm. freak or uh uh, i I don't even put that in the same category like because a sex addict isn't even looked down upon like that with a man like if, if anything people kind of glorify the idea that men would be out here fucking everything moving uh anonymous says i'm pleased to see comments about how great mr church review was the trailer made it seem terrible but i never stopped hoping eddie murphy would do something great again so i may have been inclined to watch it someday thanks to rod that's a note hey you're welcome buddy oh and they said i accidentally said sent my comment before it was complete anyway leave it to ride to make a crummy movie into a hilarious cathartic review i'm just gonna go ahead and tell everybody mr church is terrible since i suffered through it vicariously oh what a bad movie evie says i pulled a muscle in my stomach laughing so hard from your for your mr church review makes me want to stop calling people coons and call them mr churches instead ah! <laughs> thanks for saving me two hours of my time because i did plan on streaming it now i'll pass yeah well the good thing about mr church is i wouldn't necessarily call him a coon or uncle tom or anything like that uh because there's never a point in the movie where mr church says something bad about black people or talks about how he's different than other black people or something i feel like that's what would cross the line into Mm -hmm. like oh he was just cooning he just played the magical negro role yeah he was just a magical negro what did you think of miss usa's answers they were great meh or terrible just terrible zero percent of y'all said what'd you say c for me okay zero percent of y'all said they were great zero 34 percent went meh you know not not good answers but not terrible and then 66 percent of y'all said terrible answers i'm in that group cabadonna says i was on the fence about on her feminist answer because i've heard black women define feminism but run away from the term yeah i've heard that a lot too so i wasn't even that shocked honestly it's like i said to me it's always a shame because it's like the biggest trick the devil's ever pulled is proving that is getting people to think he don't exist quote unquote that 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 line right but it kind of feels that way with the whole feminism boogeyman thing which is like don't you call yourself that it's like why because it mean you hate men and it mean that you think white women should be the number one people in feminism and it means that you need to fight people and defend it on the internet and it means and it's already defined by everything bad you know what i mean it's like if it's like how people if we leave it up to white people to define what pro-blackness is white all of us won't want to say we pro-black if we let them define it you know what i'm saying right if we let them define it but uh yeah but i definitely but i still understand the the issue and i you know i don't think anyone has to call themselves any label but it's funny because i've seen people say exactly what she said for the most part try to come up with a different way to say it well i'm a this i'm a that instead of feminist um and i felt like she kind of did that but um you know her her reasoning was different than a lot of people too correct because i know a lot of women that say that but they like it's mostly because white women get all the credit in feminism and i just don't want to be a part of something like that um that said once i heard that bullshit privilege answer about healthcare, i was like nope she may have be shaped like a coke bottle but she's a walking on your mama she can catch oh, Lord. she can catch that five starter winching award of the week for that nonsense i don't even know if she did yeah i haven't listened but 
it's hard to imagine she won't be catching it um as far as um uh, and then as far as um her um healthcare answer she tried to walk it back but i really like i don't understand what she thought she was saying i just don't you know I, i've thought about that shit multiple ways and i'm just like it just there's no angle that that answer made sense either if you're saying it's a privilege but it should be a right then why are you attaching it to jobs because you are talking about being privileged because you have a government job a government job means we the people play pay for your health care and your salary and shit correct so it's so you are saying with a job the government should take care of you but with, with, for people that are just citizens it shouldn't take care of, it was just very a weird answer in my opinion i wanted to be happy for a gorgeous young sister with a science degree winning but as soon as she gave that mush mouth ben carson light answer man listen she can get that dragon because you don't have over a five-figure salary you deserve to die what is the name of long jockey nonsense is this nick please yeah i don't know about the five-figure salary thing but uh ultimately um she just she just pushed a couple very very wrong stereotypes about why people don't have health care which is they ain't working um and she can say it as nice and with a smile as she want but that's definitely what i picked up from what she was saying and i think that's fucked up correct rockstar says nigga what white nonsense is this <laughs> first off let oh man by the way kimmy smith season three is out now i am excited about that uh that's my show first off let me say shout out to you for saying where the prime dress article came from i was going to do a simple search for instagram prime dress fails but you saved me some time i don't have social media so you don't have to worry about me hitting you up asking where i can find this or that i haven't had social media since black planet yeah i said it black planet hell my, so you you probably was coding and your, your page you probably go to your page and fucking music uh, start playing right <laughs> right you know that's old school yeah <laughs> you, got, you probably got the prince on yours you click it break it down because mm-hmm. everybody had sex music on that black panther page right i was gonna say um they probably uh you probably um know how to do H- html shit you better had to you know a lot of black people um learn how to code strictly off of uh black planet yeah you might know you might not know a lot of coding but you had to figure out how to code to get your shit look just right mm-hmm you go to their page and start sparkling yes fireworks come out of nowhere you better have your volume turned down all your coworkers don't hear when you click on the page mm-hmm. oh no let me get off a sexy ebony chocolate 37 page real quick i can't be at work doing this you know your speaker's gonna be blazing. Mm-hmm. It'll be party, a one man party. How I click off of this? How I click off of this? Yes. What you over there looking at, Rod? Nothing. Nothing. Right, cause you know the shit ain't easy to find either. Right. It's some people that's at the top, some people that's at the bottom. It's behind the tab somewhere. You like fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, they go on to say, uh, hell, my father's on more social media platforms than me. I know people on social media looking for me only to find. Uh, an old man flaunting around these young women want him like these young women want him anyways when you started describing the dresses i was doing my homework work i was doing my morning workout and i damn near fell down the stairs when karen brought up the gordon gartrell special edition line it took me all the way back 
i'm la i'm crying laughing writing this comment just thinking of those dresses i started a new job and i'm currently in training so i don't have a lot of downtime in between learning when i make when i made it to class i pulled up the daily mail article and started laughing uncontrollably based on your description i guess the golden burglar burgundy is the game of thrones dress um i don't even watch game of thrones no it was a green one that looked that was game i still remember that one that looked terrible green with the tear in the leg yeah, yeah. oh handmade nas dress uh it just looks like it's from the middle ages of middle earth the chun Li special dress <laughs> was killing the game i'm guessing that's the one with the black girl that that that's that chun Li voice <laughs> uh then you came to my personal favorite the red form-fitting dress while i'm guessing rhinestones the prime dress isn't even form-fitting and the designer had the nerve to improvise and add sleeves that yeah. part of the game what part of the game is this i did notice that only pale skins got duped on this one priceless i'm going to give that article a zero as far as fucking with black people keep up the great work guys <laughs> yeah i don't know what them ladies were thinking man mm uh all right let's go to the next one which was episode 1447 officer cleon brown <laughs> black lives matter cleon uh so we we had five comments lisa w says oh my god karen and the chicken in the waffle cone made me burst out laughing <laughs> tears are running down my face and since i had in earphones everyone stopped and looked but i didn't care that made my day lisa w thank you tanya w42 says i'm so glad my office door was closed when the cleon brown story came on because i was laughing so hard i was crying ride karen you rule <laughs> cleon <laughs> that nigga trina i mean that girl trina my bad <laughs> that that judge is a damn mess i could uh i couldn't help but think about the sex workers who in many states aren't allowed to buy to put a value on their services with consent but this judge is putting a value on his victim's body as to say uh i mean this victim's body as to say what he feels is reasonable and fair not to the victim but to the boy that assaulted her shake my damn head right really dark knight says i need to stop trying to work out and listen to this podcast people must have thought i was a damn fool i saw the story of the white officer suing for racial discrimination in my twitter timeline and kept it pushing i also thought it was some fuck shit when you read the headline of the story but i damn near passed out when you said his name was cleon brown cleon brown nigga you mean to tell me no black folks gave him the side eye when he said his name i mean come on i also noticed karen did that police uh wait can't like karen did okay i also noticed like karen did that the police didn't dispute uh that they did that shit once they found out he was uh, black so we see how cops see us one percent eighteen percent or one hundred percent y'all niggas us yes that's the hard er notice blue lives matter ain't saying shit about this any uh yeah that's true they ain't they are they, they too they can't be bothered to come through and and in, in, in the effort of fairness reprimand them officers sim t says by the way there can't be anything stupid in the blue lives matter by the way okay because isn't when someone shoots a police officer they always get killed get the death penalty or go to prison for life yeah a hundred percent of the time a hundred percent ain't no cop killers out here just walking around like there's never justice in the courts for an officer Mm-mm. and then when they kill anybody for any reason ever they don't ever go to jail for life don't ever get the death penalty and most of the time don't even go to jail 
don't even go to trial the woman that shot the dude in like minnesota or something like that i think it was i can't remember exactly which one the guy who was walking to his car there's fucking footage from the helicopter and the dash cams of her shooting this dude who had no weapon nobody else fired uh they smeared him in the news was saying he had pcp in the system something they couldn't they couldn't tell um they said he oh yeah pcp in the car or something which so sad that we gotta worry about that shit like well if he hopefully didn't have any pcp gonna they gonna just the word will get you off she ain't going to jail y'all not guilty shot that man in cold blood that family suing her fuck her right blue lives matter though right what 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 help she need yeah i don't i don't give a fuck if they didn't charge you you still shot him on on video bitch yes i'm suing you well i guess we gotta be like the breakfast club and wait for her to have her day in court and if she's found not guilty we gotta say she didn't do it right or is that only with the people y'all like right y'all low-key it's like that freedom of speech argument but for bill cosby anyway you mean to tell me that cleon went his whole life and no one told him he had a black ass name says sim t uh his is his sister named tamika brown <laughs> where did he grow up i don't believe him great episode as always keep up the amazing content we will thank you mm-hmm. and the poll was easy should cleon brown have known he was black yes or no uh yes no or i mean come on man yes six percent of y'all say he should have known 12 percent of y'all say no he should not have known he was black and 82 percent of y'all say i mean come on man and that's what i say come on man you knew your ass was black cleon cleon we don't even have like a historical white cleon like maybe in ancient greece you know what i mean ain't no ain't no <laughs> ain't no like cleon MacArthur, the third no. the third vice president of the united states there are no white cleons Mm-mm. David writes in, I'm going to have to play that de- white devil's advocate for just a moment. Cleon could have been named after W. Cleon Skousen, a hard right Mormon, anti-communist and slavery apologist who was Glenn Beck's favorite author. But see, uh, that is possible he could be named after that person, except, you know, ain't nobody ever heard of his ass until you just said it right now. And if that's the case, why isn't a whole lot of white Cleons walking around with that name? Okay? that's why it's bullshit because you know who else is a famous white supremacist that nobody's named after adolf when the last time you met any adolfs white or black cleon is a black name now that name did you will accept it david and don't you ever write in here being a motherfucking unpaid advocate for the goddamn devil again (laughs) i hate that shit it's the worst thing in the world devil's advocate devil's advocate The, the devil don't need you okay right now the white devils have you like the white devils ain't got many friends <laughs> uh episode 1448 poor bow wow uh we had two comments tiffany says rod yet again no no you aren't going to get me like this again i'm officially boycotting you playing these remakes uh, at the beginning of white people news i'm boycotting by leaving a comment and donate to the show that'll show you p.s love you karen love you too baby i don't know why y'all hate them them. i'm just exposing what the white man is doing to the world so y'all can see for yourselves go back and tell them stop 
stop making this music how are we gonna fight the problem if y'all won't even admit that it exists it's <laughs> the problem i'm on the frontier of fighting against white acoustic remakes of black songs come on and y'all trying to let me down talking about why you being so divisive Ron? i don't want to see this well you think i want to see it <laughs> i got ptsd for seeing these things i'm the one that gotta research them <laughs> think about all the ones i see where i'm like oh, i can't even play this one on the show think about the mental anguish that i'm in every day I see a white person when I'm walking down the street, and I see a white person just with an acoustic guitar. It's everything not to choke the life out that person, y'all. But I'm doing this for you. I took these bullets for you. I'm your Mr. Church. I helped y'all get through college. <laughs> and then died from smoking cigarettes. And nobody gave a damn. Mm-mm. Y'all just live in my house now, huh? Is that what you think? You just live in your house with your little white bastard child, and I'm supposed to just sit here and be okay with it? You don't write my life story and get paid? Is that what y'all doing? Y'all typing it up? Put the typewriters down. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That, 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 that rant may have ended in a place I didn't expect it to go. <laughs> EVE says that writer on the Bow Wow article cake for him harder than Charles Barkley case for white people. Oh, <laughs> oh that's terrible. Uh, it's almost as if she always had a crush on him and this is her way of shooting her shot. Mm-hmm. It did feel like that like that article should have ended with he's probably not even gonna read that yeah that article should have ended with call me <laughs> my dms is open the dms are open bow wow uh girl by the bow wow challenge was funny as hell and if you get caught stunting on the ground then be prepared to get clowned come on come on and the poll was easy was the bow wow challenge too far yes poor bow wow no fuck that shit it was funny um very rare to have this happen but 100 percent of people said uh fuck that shit it was funny it was so sorry bow wow nobody gives a damn or to the article writer i guess i should be apologizing all right we got some voicemails let's play them rod you are a terrorist listen your sunday episode your mother's day episode which i absolutely love i love when your mom comes on but you with white people news and that horrific solange cover no you know what you've taken it you've taken this a step too far i just i i i'm not i'm not able i am verklempt i am overwhelmed and i am mad that that mumford and sons ass uh cover made it into my ears it's like a unicorn Listen, Karen, you need to get him in line, girl, because I just, I, I literally, I literally cannot. Ugh. Anyway, I'm going to try and press play on the rest of this episode, but I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, you need to wash out with the blood of Jesus, because that is absolutely not it. Ah! All right, this is Chi-Chi from Cleveland just calling in to yell at Rod for this horrific cover. All right. I hope y'all have a good rest of the day. Bye. <laughs> how did chi chi make it through the rest of the week because that was just my sunday <laughs> i think i played like three or four more of these mm-hmm. uh i don't see no more calls from her so hopefully she found a way oh wait i do see another call oh jesus i'm sorry <laughs> next um did this person leave a blank message or is it just not playing i can't tell i don't know uh all right let me play the next and then that'll let us know yeah let me take a look at it oh no it must have just been a blank message uh i'm sorry man you gotta take your phone off mute if you call from a 609 area code this your message i don't know what happened and why i won't play we ain't ain't getting nothing baby 
but it ain't working i'm sorry let me see if the next one works maybe it's our fault let's see nope hey Rod. hey queen karen hey, um, this is sierra aka at mom's drag with swag how first of all how you guys doing it has, great i haven't called in a while just been enjoying my um black guy who tips and enjoying my balls deep sports and my pregame while i'm getting my motherfucking life in the white man's corporation um Rod, I just want to say, first of all, you were right. The more you play that fuck-ass acoustic white people covering our black people shit, the less angrier I become. Because before, when you first played, you know, Be Humble, I was homicidal. I was ready to kill everyone. Now, I'm just breaking pencils. Now I'm just looking at white people with the side eye. I'm not really homicidal. Before I was flipping the fuck out. But now I'm not flipping the fuck out on the white people no more. Um, which is important because I'm, I kind of run shit there. So it's like I kind of not need to, you know, play, you know, report it to corporate. But, um, I also wanted to ask you, I was listening to last Saturday's feedback show and you were mentioning that when they were commentating, on you was listening to this podcast and I I think you said Firestarter or something mm-hmm. and I was trying to find out figure out what is the name of this podcast he's talking about when they commenting on Love and Hip Hop I would live for that so and I need to add another podcast into my rotation because what happens is on Wednesdays I kind of run low like I like keeping a girl but at the same time it's like they, they, they don't understand my plight so I can't really <laughs> talk like that I can listen to them in small doses but they don't really understand my plight so I'm asking you um, what's the name of that podcast you said you was listening to when they was commenting on loving hip hop and you said it was like Firestarter or something I really would like to know the name of that podcast so I can add that into my rotation um yeah Wayne Karen Yes. I love you. You too. You look good. I love your hair. Thank you. Um I love y'all mom. So y'all mom was I was living for y'all mom on Mother's Day. She was shit. Thank she you. was shit, no toilet paper. I fuck with her. All right, y'all. Ah. Um I'm probably gonna call y'all back because I can't think of everything. I'm getting ready for work. So love you guys. Oh man. Thank you, love you too. Um mm-hmm. and the name of the show is Firestarter. Uh, I think it's Firestarter.com and Fire is F I Y A, I believe. Uh, I was actually just listening to them this morning. I think when you. Yeah, it's, uh, Firestarter, F I Y A, Starter, uh, podcast. Um, yeah, I've been listening to them since the beginning of their show. Uh, I know them, uh, going all the way back to message boards, uh, SOHH.com. They've come on the show before. Uh, I've been on their show before. Mm-hmm. Um, very funny dudes man it's just like some i mean for lack of a better term it's like some nigga talk like it just remind me it reminds me of uh you know my neighborhood and the conversations i had uh with my friends uh college and whatnot and they get they appreciate a lot of the same shit that that i appreciate as far as like on comedy and um even social commentary and stuff and sometimes you know they'll hit me to an angle on something where i'm like i hadn't even thought of it that way and uh you know they what the 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 things that uh and you'll if you end up enjoying the show you'll hear it like they they're from dc so they got like this infectious fucking slang like Mm -hmm. the way they talk and uh the things that they say like 
i everybody i know that's a fan of that show it becomes part of your common your like common um language language mm-hmm. and i try to you know i try to, uh because there were some issues with uh the the hashtag them thrones and all this shit you know i try to watch how much of that stuff we say and do on this show um but at the same time um you know i don't know that, that i'll ever get their stuff out of my vocabulary because it just as a fan it's just you know it says so much and when i meet other fans we immediately start relating and talking about different episodes and stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah and they in that on the show they they uh kenny uh kbat and uh tone they talk about love and hip-hop pretty much every week uh but they talk about a lot of stuff it's very sports heavy um so if you're not into sports i don't know if, if, if i don't it depends on how you feel about sports and stuff but uh yeah man i listen to them every week still so uh damn speaking of sports isaiah thomas was ruled out for the remainder of the postseason oh that's not good god damn Celtics about to get that Ooh, ooh wee anyway <laughs> they was getting beat with that nigga i don't even know what's gonna happen with him out boy uh this a wrap everybody can book their flights for next week because it's over uh anyway uh yeah that's that's the five starter podcast so uh all right let's uh get into the next voicemail we got two more hey rod hey karen i know i called on monday this is tt um but when you guys were uh detailing the story about the man at disney that left his son out in the uh his son out in the sun that got sunburned and he was in a dirty diaper and everything like that the moment that the newscaster said, and he's visiting from the Cleveland area, I literally said, fuck. Like, cut. Like, damn it. Like, every single time. So I am proposing, um, you don't have to do this, but there is, there should literally be a Cleveland news or an Ohio news segment. Because I swear to you, the strangest stories come out of this area. Like, I know everyone always goes, oh, Florida. Ohio is the Florida of the North. I say this here. I love it here. I really do. There are decent people here, but I promise you, I promise you, we always get the weirdest stories. Anyway, I just had to call and let y'all know that I love listening, but I promise you every single time there's a Cleveland mention, I'm like, God damn it. All right. Bye, y'all. Oh, man. Uh, first of all, uh florida didn't get their own segment and arizona didn't get their own segment so you know cleveland ain't getting their own segment um but then second of all um uh i have never put together the trend that cleveland has some weird stories out now i'll start seeing if uh, i can pick up on it because you know to me it's florida versus everybody else you know everybody else like florida is florida sees your you know i mean shit even the cleveland story had a tie to florida in it i mean had right it had tied to florida it's really where where all things go to to be ratchet um <laughs> florida just sitting around like what they say all right then i'll be right back they just <laughs> ah, i got you right i saw a story from florida a dude was on a motorcycle drove into a fucking gator on the highway flipped over and injured himself killed the gator oh. i was like oh, only in florida you can't even ride a motorcycle in florida on the highway because it might be gator country at night you just ah! never fucking know what a fucking weird ass place anyway uh last voicemail hey 
Vlad and Karen. Hopefully, um, I'm making it in time for the recap show. Anyway, it's Outstanding WC from Twitter, calling from Brooklyn. Just wanted to say episode mm-hmm. 1448, Passport Odyssey, annoyed me so much. You know, even though I expect incompetence, just like, you know, Rod, it's still infuriating to, like, lower your expectations. And by the way, I hope NegroCon is an annual event because I just, I would have, I wish I could have made it this year. Um, in any event, uh, also I wanted to get you guys' take on the Atlantic's article, My Family Slaves piece. Black mm. women, of course, as we're always told to do, to shut the fuck up which, you know, by Filipinos and, and black male intellectuals who generally rail against the patriarchy, violence against women, and capitalism, we were told to stay in our lane, even though the author used American slavery to understand his relationship with Miss Pulfito. And also the editor's note um, conjured or invoked American slavery as well. Um, again, you know, to demand that we stay in our lane, um, but then atten- intentionally swerve into ours, in my opinion, is like all bets off. Um, in any event, I-, I just get upset when our history and our pain is fungible, but we have no say. You know, we're told to shut the fuck up. Um, anyway, my question turned into a statement. <laughs> In any event, I love you guys. You make my week. You just make my commute on um, mass transit, you know, the iron horse, as I love to call it, just so much more enjoyable. And I, you know, have a great time in Jamaica, and I hope the whole passport thing works out. And thank you. And love you, Karen. Love you too, Bye. sweetie um all right so the story she's talking about there's an article in the atlantic called um my family slave uh by alex tazan who apparently passed away in march um he was a Pulitzer prize winning journalist and the author of big little man in search of my agent self um and uh it's posthumously uh well it's just it's about um his family essentially owning this woman for her whole life uh 56 years uh she lived with them um here's uh, here's my take on it there's a couple things one too long didn't read wrap it up b uh i'm not i'm not reading all this shit like no offense but as soon as i saw the tone was more uh sympathetic and about his feelings and how sad and somber i guess he felt and how surprised he was to discover that his family basically owned this woman and uh whatnot i i'm i immediately checked out i mean i'm sure he's a great writer i don't know i don't read uh that much uh, stuff but um i can t- i'll put it like this uh kind of like that book i was reading on slavery where they had a lot of excerpts from slave owners diaries mm-hmm. it felt like that to me um 
where you know obviously they use the worst excerpts you know what i'm saying like in the book it was more like these slaves they don't understand that i'm so kind and nice to them and then later they'd be like and he hit her with a comb a hot iron one day because he was mad that this grits was cold you know whatever um so but but this wasn't as bad as that but it was still kind of paternalistic it was still kind and the thing is man i don't have very much tolerance i don't give a fuck if you're remorseful or not i just don't have a lot of tolerance for the idea that um that we're talking about people who own slaves uh more so than the women themselves you know and i saw also the pushback that a lot of black women got because you know i mostly follow black women um a lot of black women got so much pushback for just being like being like oh them them calling her lola and people who read the story called her lola even though that's not her name her name was uh i think dokia thomas paludo uh thomas paludo that that's her real name but the family call her lola which kind of means like grandmother or motherly type figure in in their culture so it was like no you don't understand this is a term of endearment this is how much they cared about her and it's like if you cared about her when her family when her family passed away you'd allow her to go to the funeral you know what i mean like what is care that's paternalistic bullshit that's like when you call somebody mammy i know mammy ain't like to white people mammy was a term of endearment to black people we look at as one of the worst slurs you can call a black woman you know now i just within the culture maybe people feel differently but once you tell this story to everybody else and call it a tale of slavery in america it's not just about your culture no more you know we're not we're not we're not obligated to view it from the confines of your culture because a lot of people think culturally owning black people was part of their culture people still marching people still mad we taking down monuments in the south because they discussion it's just culture well your culture is a dehumanization of another person well then fuck your culture so it so if that's if that's what you're protecting in it then no we're not gonna agree and we're not gonna see eye to eye i didn't know this is a controversial point of view to be 100 percent against motherfuckers owning slaves i didn't know but apparently i'm a motherfucking revolutionary now uh i'm a radical i guess because i thought i don't want to read this long ass piece this long ass piece about a dude that's essentially going to sentimentally talk about this woman's life now apparently at some point he goes and gets her and um she lives with them and he tries to take care of her and whatnot and i'm like but at some point you realize she was basically a slave and your parents was keeping her and you ain't never called nobody you ain't contact her family you ain't say hey y'all need to come get y'all's grandmama or whatever because this is y'all's relative and these you know i know my parents are wrong for this shit i will help her be get free you know taking care of her after your parents passed away and shit i mean i guess it makes you not the worst person on the earth i'm not trying you know but i don't necessarily applaud it you know he didn't take her ashes to to her family until five years after she passed and, and even then he was surprised that her that it was almost like he was surprised that i did she had family as a human being and people that cared about her outside of that house you know it's to me i know he wasn't white but it found it sounded very white man it's like a white perspective on these niggas are human you know and uh i, I just don't have like i said i don't have it for it i don't really give a fuck about how well written it was i think 
people that were bringing that up uh they just they think differently than me like people were like but it's so well written i don't give a fuck like i'm just not required to give a fuck like i don't this isn't about your writing skills this is a to me this is a, a story of horror for this woman and her family and that's how it came off to me you know and it, and i'm not inclined to want to read it and the fucking attitude and the nerve of people to then talk about black people and black women shouldn't have uh uh a say on this as if we don't understand anything about slavery as if we don't understand anything in our country about living in captivity you must be out your motherfucking mind you must be like that just the attitude the, the way i saw people attacking i was like oh just keep just stay out of my mentions then because i'll block the fuck out of you and you can go on your histrionics about how you think this is just a cultural thing uh yo owning somebody ain't co- that's not that's not just a cultural thing that's a human morality thing and i'm not required to see it for anybody's culture that does that shit period so that's how i felt about it and like i said that's without me needing to read because I, I knew it was gonna be trash trash i knew i wasn't gonna like it as soon as it started on some like it didn't start with like these are the facts it started with like it was a warm wintry day or so you know what i mean the the the, we're, the we're in a fictional book the roses blossomed in full regard like a sun dying in a distant galaxy i was like get to the slavery part yeah titled this shit slavery we own the slave can we get to the slavery stuff let's just get to i don't care about your what your day was like i don't care about that shit yeah because the interesting part ain't you you're not right. interesting it didn't feel like it was in her words either um that makes sense apparently she didn't even want him to tell this story and he did so anyway this is this is a lot of shit to it where i'm like i don't it felt like uh because he's dying or whatever or he was dying at the time it felt like almost a deathbed confession like i'm almost like how how can i get some more of this guilt out of me before i pass on and yeah man i i'm just not um i don't have to be impressed with it and i wasn't you know so and i didn't spend a whole bunch of time ranting about it or talking shit either i literally just went that this seems like a waste of time to even engage in this shit and then i moved on with my day because it didn't seem like it was going getting anywhere for anyone uh and karen i'm assuming you didn't read it oh you know i didn't waste my time yeah so i saw a lot of people trying to um find some positivity in it but Mm-mm. in my mind man no offense i felt like those same people would read stuff from white slave owners in the civil war and they would be infuriated and they wouldn't have been talking about no it was well written though we have to give them credit you wouldn't have been saying that and you know and you know damn well you wouldn't have been saying that so i felt like it was hypocritical to then turn around and talk about how rosy and flowery this shit was knowing that i there's no way i would have got past the fury in my heart of reading some a kind white person's take on the slave that they owned like like i just i knew i wouldn't do it for myself so i couldn't see myself doing it for somebody else so uh that's how i felt about it you can uh listen to it i I heard the audio is is uh on the atlantic um i think it's uh 55 minutes if you want to if you have an hour to spare you guys listen to podcasts if you want to listen to it yourself 
for, don't let me define it for you honestly this is just she asked our opinion i'm just giving my opinion um there's i'm sure there's plenty of people that fuck with it and like it uh and don't it doesn't bother them i, I mean people i respect you know there were comments on my page people i respect that were like i don't you know i didn't have a problem with her i saw it a different way and that that's their point of view man you know that's that's for them it, to me it wasn't even worth fighting about i said what i said you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not required to um to look at this dude like some type of fucking hero for writing this shit nope and because and it may be because slavery wasn't that long ago i don't know why people act like slavery was just thousands of years ago it was not (laughs) slavery literally was not that long ago right so in my mind i'm like i people want to put a big disconnect and act like slavery was such a fucking abstract thing and there's nowhere in the world that it could happen today and that's not true it might not happen in the same formats but it's still happening uh looking at jail system you know so it happens it just it, it just slavery shifts and moves and changes and it morphs into other things but the foundation of slavery taking somebody's freedoms away taking somebody's rights away and stripping them of their humanity that's the foundation of slavery that shit has not changed it has been modernized but it's still fucking slavery yep so and when you and if y'all didn't know better at that time there was there had to be at some point in time that his family knew better if they didn't know right away that slavery was wrong there had to be at some point that they went "Mm, the slavery thing is wrong we should probably not do this so uh all right anyway um i'm sorry it just pissed me off all over again like just thinking about it and reading it because like she was given to his family as a quote-unquote gift for his mom's like wedding day that like you you didn't realize at some point this was fucked up i just can't believe it you know and then like he claimed that you know to realize this grave injustice that was done to her so when she died there was an obituary put in the the local paper and i'm assuming his family wrote it i mean i think it even says his family wrote it and it's like she was hard to understand because people just didn't understand her devotion to family and shit and i was like but that was y'all's chance to correct part of the 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 message and the grave injustice that was done to her life it you when it suited your needs you wanted to tell the story you know even as i read it and so much detail was in the story and by detail i don't mean like details of her life i mean literal details of like when i went to this island in manila or whatever the fuck uh the uh, the driver named freddie met me he was a short man of this and i'm like were you just sitting in your head thinking of i can't wait to write this story one day i better keep all these details straight because those details are about you you know right. they're not right. really details about her and correct too much of the story was that kind of shit and i'm like i don't feel that this justifies her as much as it supposedly explains yourself to all of the world before you die or i guess after you died and uh it just it, it left a bad taste in my mouth it wasn't and i definitely wasn't about to read it off oh I, I i i don't blame you and i know oh you probably you would have read it a lot uh uh sooner and uh quicker than me 
and uh no uh when it comes i mean they have an audio for it too so i mean a lot of people told me they just listened you see what i'm saying okay versus read yeah so i mean and you listen to podcasts all the time an hour ain't that long Mm -hmm. you know i just honestly was could not be bothered man i I read the part i read and i just like nah i can see how it, it it's just not for me man um you know rest in peace to her um and, and for the record i'm not even trying to i don't know enough about this dude to really shit on him like that i don't know uh his morality at some point he felt he was doing right by her later in life when she came to live with them and he quote unquote his family according to his word took care of her i i don't know anything about that i just know i'm not required to 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 i'm not required to look at that in some high esteem and you can't and you can't make me right and ownership a lot of people don't really understand ownership you own a fucking human being she was not free she had no motherfucking rights it's almost like you know what it's like i'll give you a perfect example of what it's like guys it's like um the story we covered on here a long time ago it was a guy also in the seattle area i believe who went on his facebook page and he confessed to having raped somebody and it was his confession was all about how terrible he felt and how he didn't understand at the time he was drunk and he has a drinking problem and he's gonna go to rehab and he's gonna get himself looked at and he's gonna get this fixed because he's an ally to women and he supports women and he just feels terrible about this and he didn't want to say the victim's name or anything because obviously it would bring her more pain and shit like that so then the comments started and of course some comments were like you brave so i'll it took so much courage for you to tell you this this i can't believe thank you you know you're you are a good person you are an ally and then somebody asked a question that i was wondering um when you going down to the police and telling them this shit so you can go to jail because you committed a crime dog we talking about restitution right and then he was like well nobody would be helped by that uh you know i don't think anybody would want that i don't know why don't we try to see yeah you ever asked the victim did did she want that so then of course he started backpedaling deleted the post and he was the real victim here and mm-hmm. all that shit so he wasn't sincere right that's kind of how this feels to me which is like there was a time when you had opportunities in your life to kind of correct more so than just the injustice of like oh well, i came and took care of her but like to correct like the narrative on her life to spread awareness about this thing when it would have cost you something right like it would have cost you and your family the image or whatever but you say it's like a common underground thing that that should be examined and changed well if it should be then the justice is for the living you know you have to, i feel like if that was the call morally that we i'm doing this to change the way that the world is working with this that my culture is working that my people are working the people are that are suffering like this currently i want to change that i don't think you do that with a deathbed confession i think you do that with a life you do that speaking while you're alive you do that um you know uh making your story the public story so you can be like if i saw this was wrong and told my family and told and and took this woman 
and, and and got her out of this situation so that she could live what was left of her life uh in comfort and peace or around her family or whoever cares about her it, i feel like that's how you should that that would have been something i would have said okay now that's a person that really gave a fuck and lit put their money where their mouth was put their time where their mouth was they sacrificed they they knew that their family would hate them for this you know that's to me that's like an abolitionist that's like uh to, that's what an abolitionist is somebody that's like yeah they're gonna hate me for this one but i can't live with with me waiting till i'm fucking dying on my bed to be like uh slavery was wrong by the way bye you know so that's how i felt about it and i think i was kind of in the middle on it at first like uh, he tried he did what he could but when i saw the reaction and the protectiveness that he still got to have in death and i said nah man that was wrong then your story was wrong if people came away from the story going we can't talk bad about this man and this culture and we they cared about this slave so y'all can't say that this was fucked up yeah then then it was wrong then how then he wrote it wrong he didn't really mean it but that's just my feeling don't take my word for it it's in the book uh we got some emails uh lakita writes in rod and karen i left you guys a message last week that i was seriously considering going premium with the podcast for the first time ever and i did it first of all congrats i really hate that this is the week because we have rss feed issues we the site went down when i was trying to fix the rss feed issues i still got some more shit to do this weekend try to try to see if i can get a workaround so that we don't have to use a third party for our rss mm-hmm. so all that to, to say um sorry but i'm glad you're on board i'm glad you're on board so many reasons one your determination to get out here and do it as people of color is inspirational and you should be paid for the content that you create if you can't pay your bills i can't get rod of karen and that what's part of the game is that thank you two since i began listening i realized more and more how comforted i am by the blackness is that weird when i began listening to podcasts it was all white folk which i enjoyed but it was but it was when i started listening to black podcasts that i got my life uh, and put the hard eyes emoji in my voicemail i called you guys my dose of blackness it really is now i'm finding that black voices are all i want to hear it's all i feel comfortable by do you know how many unfinished white podcasts are on my list because i rather hear justin and rye call rashida brutal three times and cry ah! well you know he's just trying to make his music uh shout to scrappy and cry laughing each time it's honestly comforts me three raw story of the woman and her daughters at the post office you recognize she needed help and helped her this is what i want to support and stand for as for rod as rod would say appreciate you uh heart emoji thank you thank you baby now let me go get my premium membership together thanks and love lakita thank you we appreciate you lakita and uh yeah man we do work hard we do put out stuff last night um <laughs> uh i think yesterday i did nerd off early in like 11 a.m mm-hmm. and then at nine because uh, that was the only time we could do it me and jl covan review alien covenant mm-hmm. and uh for spoil movie reviews and for people that um that like those reviews um with me and jl you know it was all over the place like i thought it would be a 20 minute review turn into like an hour and some change because we were making jokes we were talking about movies he did some trump impressions based around the alien universe like uh it was so much fun man i have so much fun talking to that dude about movies and stuff so um yeah you, you can only get that via premium you know 
uh lastly comey don't play that from nail who says hey rod and karen this is nail and i'm long overdue for an email before karen scolds me for not tithing i'd like to ask a legitimate question do you think comey sent hillary a hey big head text when he found out he was unemployed (laughs) (laughs) is he sending her drake lyrics and her dms he's most likely planning to go all cersei on the white house at the moment but we all know that trump is probably not going anywhere for the next four hours knowing our luck and um, four years i mean knowing our luck and plight in this country he'll probably be there for eight years and be regarded as a hero like reagan with the sick emoji yeah i hear you i i don't know i don't know what he's comey's a weird one because i feel like he gave the election to trump mm-hmm. but uh and and i hate to be conspiracy theorist but i'm gonna have to be one right now i'm not 100 percent convinced this isn't just the republican administration taking out trump now that that he got them all the positions they needed it would be a really good time to to get him out of there and put pence in as president uh so they can move forward with their agendas without an unpredictable person like trump at the head so i wouldn't be shocked i don't think they're gonna do it uh turn on him because uh the only thing is they don't want to lose his voters and he was a one-man party like so many people have missed because they're too busy trying to blame hillary so many people have just missed the major story which is this dude beat everybody in the gop too like this dude is a one-man wrecking machine who is beholden to no one really and the kind of people that support him don't give a fuck what he stands for no they don't and then the other people that support him don't really support him they support the fact that he will let republicans do whatever the fuck they want as long as he's in power so correct i don't know this like you said four to eight years probably now that that's out the way i wanted to let you know that i'll happily be joining y'all at NegroCon. if y'all remember i couldn't join last year but i wasn't about to have the join cry face this year i made sure to get our tickets as soon as i heard y'all announce it and i'm ready i thought it was bullshit that awesome con didn't invite y'all back this year but they don't know what they're missing y'all bring me so much joy and i appreciate it so much i can't wait to donate and become premium but our first priority after paying off some debt is support at our hbcu a and t come through yes support i would like aggies i would like to become a paying member within the next few months thank you guys for coming for making the rain a toupee fiasco my friend's nickname i don't deserve the credit lol bearable uh yeah for sure man um thank you for um listening and supporting you know Mm -hmm. we appreciate you oh we got one last minute one hold on let me see uh listen to feedback sorry so late dear rod and karen i wanted to weigh in on the miss usa controversy as a previous contestant in both talent and beauty competitions i know firsthand how the pageant industry works i know that it hardly matters what you say during the final question segment it's all about how you respond are you confident in your response do you believe what you're saying are you poised is your answer polished rod on the show you said you didn't know if miss usa provided the right answer for the pageant in actuality it didn't matter what she said obviously you have to answer the question but she could have said affordable health care should be a right she could have said even said health care should be a right and a privilege either way at the end of the day she was a contestant who demonstrated the most confidence and poison her answer for that reason she won that too that's too bad because miss new jersey actually had very strong answers if the pageant judges scored the knowledge of the subject matter and articulation miss new jersey would have won hands down 
at least she was first runner up it's not fair how the pageant system works but it's been this way for a very long time there's always the girl or boy who walks on stage and steals the show they stand out from the other contestants and they captivate the audience and the judges once the contestant captures the attention of the judges the pageant is over the contestant has already won and that's what happened with miss usa happy saturday yeah like i said i saw people it, that by the, for the record i that wasn't me saying whether the answer was right or not i saw someone arguing who appeared to be on her side quote unquote if you want who was saying like well that's the answer you have to give i mean you have to say this if you want this audience to vote for you and i was like i don't i don't can't tell you if that was the quote unquote right answer i just know that that's the one that won and i also don't know that i don't know the scores i didn't watch the contest i don't really watch those things so i don't even know if it was like she was it was neck and neck and that's the thing that won it for her or not i honestly don't i just know that was the most controversial most talked about part that everyone saw later um you know but at any rate uh thank you for writing in and we appreciate your inside knowledge because i definitely didn't know anything about that Mm -mm. um and we'll be back like i said 10 a.m tomorrow um miss beauty jackson will be on with us mail and that's too fun yeah we'll just be talking talking that talk y'all uh so until then i love you i love you too